Hello everyone and happy Pride Month. Welcome to this podcast about supporting LGBTQ plus people in the avi aviation industry. Uh, my name is Akelia and I'm the Diversity and Inclusion Officer at the Royal Aeronautical Society. Uh, today I'm really excited to be joined by Zach from the European Pride in Aviation Network or EPAN. Um, Zach, hi, how are you? Hey Akelia, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. We just uh, <laughs> we just realized it's a Monday, but uh, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, the first Monday in Pride Month, so it that's uh, that's something to look forward to. Yes, definitely. Um, so before we get into the chat, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, your job, what you do in the industry? Sure, absolutely. So um, my name is Zach. I'm originally from the US. I've been living in Germany since 2008, and um, my day job is I'm a commercial pilot for a cargo company based in Germany and my gay job is that I am the co-founder, a co-founder and the president of European Pride and Aviation Network, a non-profit organization uh, which we will be talking all about on this podcast. So I'll save the introduction to the organization in a bit. Yeah, amazing. I really love that we've coined um, the term day job and gay job. It's it's my favorite thing that we coined at our Pride event in November. It's really right. fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you said, as you mentioned, you're the, um, the president of EPAN. So do you want to tell us all about EPAN, who you guys are, why you kind of founded the organization? Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so EPAN, E-P-A-N, is uh, the, the short version of European Pride and Aviation Network. We are a nonprofit organization um, with the simple mission to build, support and unite the entire LGBTQ plus aviation community around Europe and beyond. Uh, we have been inofficially active for about three or four years. Um, and officially, we are now a registered nonprofit organization since the beginning of this year. Um, and our roots are from an American organization, our international partners, the NGPA. They've been around since 1990. Uh, so a very long standing uh, organization with over four and a half thousand members and we share the same mission to basically yeah try to make the aviation industry more inclusive and a happier and safer place for everybody well, that's really that's really cool um that's and congratulations on being um properly like registered as of this year um that's really Thank cool yeah. um so uh, obviously, as you said, you're, you're looking to make uh, the aviation industry a lot more inclusive. So um, what kind of support can you offer to LGBTQ plus people in the industry? So EPAN um, has two sides to it as an organization. We have on the one hand, we have the community side or the community uh, yeah, side of the organization. And that is basically anybody who identifies within the LGBTQIA plus um, spectrum or supporters or allies and uh, have some sort of interest or relation to aviation. So whether you are um, a professional aviator, if you're a cabin crew, uh, air traffic controller, mechanic, 
uh, if you fly as a hobby, any anything basically that has to do with aviation, uh, this is the space for you to be. We provide a safe space. We provide a community feeling, um, just a place where you can be however you want to be or however you are, where maybe you can't do this, where you can't do that at home or in the workplace. Um, and it's it's an organization where you can find like-minded people. Like I said, everybody has a relation to aviation, so there's always something to talk about. Aviation is a very exciting industry, and, and people like to talk about aviation. And uh, we're able to provide support in various ways, um, whether it's uh, with scholarships for flight training or meeting and greeting and having this kind of social network aspect at social events all around Europe, uh, which I'm going to get to our next one in a, in a second in London. Um, or if you need some some assistance in, for example, some aeromedical topics, whether uh, you're trying to transition at the workplace or if you are HIV positive and are having difficulties mm -hmm. getting your, your medical license, for example. Th those are also things that we can help with. Cool, amazing. Um, that's really interesting that you offer all that, that kind of support. So um, how would people like get in contact with you with that kind of support? Is it just like an email? Do you guys have like um, a kind of setup where people um, chat with you? So the easiest way to receive this kind of support would be to join EPEN as a member. Uh, we oh. just launched membership this month, uh, sorry, not this month, this year, uh, mm -hmm. towards the beginning of the year. Um, for student pilots, you can join on, or students in general, you can join on uh, starting at 30 euros a year. Um, mm -hmm. And a normal individual membership would be 50 euros. Um, those are basically donations that help us run uh, our organization. Since we're a nonprofit, it's, uh, you know, we, we don't have this kind of uh, commercial aspect to the organization organization um, and basically once you become a member you can get access to a private Facebook group or on our website we have just launched also a a new interactive membership area where you can join different groups depending on your your for example your interest in aviation if you're a cabin crew or if you're a mechanic or if you fly helicopters uh, you can join certain groups for those um, and also you can join regional groups so if you're from the UK you can join the UK group if you're from Spain you can join the Spain group etc um, and th that's basically the the place where you can interact with the community and if you need support in certain things uh, on our website you can find more information regarding our different committees whether it's the transgender non-binary committee or the aeromedical committee those kinds of things um, those are all on our website amazing cool uh, what kind of support do you offer to companies um, that want to support their lgbtq plus employees absolutely so as I was saying, uh, with the community side, we also have an industry side. So uh, we have been actively for a couple of years now already um, approaching companies, meeting companies at expos, trade fairs, different um, yeah, different uh, social settings and uh, networking events and trying to come into touch with these companies and, and uh, shine the light of diversity and inclusion um, on within their company and try to find out mm -hmm. What are they doing to support their employees? How can we support them, support their employees in a better way? How can we make their employees uh, feel more welcomed and more seen and more accepted for being who they are um, within their company? And, um, you know, all these companies know in the meantime that um, happy employees mean a happy employee 
happy workplace, basically. So it's um, the, there's so many links between being able to be yourself, being able to bring your authentic self to work and how that improves the way you work and therefore improving the way the company works. Um, so we also offer roundtables um, where we unite different companies and different organizations from all around the industry. And we um, usually have a certain topic for each roundtable and, and, and talk about different things about inclusion and diversity and projects that we're working on and trying to share this experience with different companies or between the companies. And uh, we now also just launched a corporate membership um, program for companies to join EPAN as an, as an industry member um, to provide more visibility for the topics within their companies, uh, benefit from the, from the benefits that we offer as an, as an organization, such as um, inclusion training for management, um, looking into their policies, as I mentioned, these, these roundtables. Um, next year, we're planning on having our first conference um, where we can bring everybody together and talk about these things. And, and yeah, there's, there's, there's also ways for companies to support us um, in, in this sense also. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I, I've been to a couple of your roundtable discussions um, and they are really, really beneficial um, discussions. I think, I think the, the, the best thing to do um, with this kind of topic around supporting um, LGBTQ plus people, it's good to kind of hear what other people are doing um, and get a sense of, you know, you know, sometimes we're all in the same boat with um, certain things like training or um, trans inclusion that sometimes we're all kind of meeting and hitting the same barriers. So it's really, really great um, to have those kind of discussions, I think. Absolutely. It was it was super interesting when when we started um picking up with EPAN throughout the industry and we would start reaching out to different companies. And, you know, even some companies, they even have their own internal LGBTQ networks or BRGs or ERGs for their employees. Um, and some don't. So sometimes the topic of diversity, either it doesn't exist yet or it exists at like the HR kind of level, uh, human resources. And um, we started having the conversation with these companies and organizations and, and noticing like, oh, hmm this organization is having difficulties doing this kind of thing. And uh, in, a, in a later a later chat with a different company, we're finding out, oh, well, this company is actually pretty good at doing that with that other companies having difficulties with. And yeah, we came up with the idea to have these roundtables because in, in the end, it's, it's all about sharing your knowledge and your experience and learning from each other. And, and uh, it, I must say at the first roundtable, it was really interesting um, to see companies let's say larger global companies that aren't necessarily best friends and maybe you could say they're competitors uh, mm -hmm. but to see them come together at one table and and have a chat and share this share these experiences because in diversity in the diversity world there's no such thing as competition and the only way to move forward is to do it together so that's that's super interesting with those roundtables yeah 100% it is it's really interesting to kind of see that we all just come together and at the end of the we've all got this goal that we want to support this community so um the competition kind of goes out the window it's really like a lovely environment to be in um and it makes me very proud to be like in the um dni space um as well so you alluded to it a little bit earlier um about kind of uh allies supporting the community um and allyship is really important i think um, when supporting the LGBTQ plus community. So how can allies um, of the community support um, EPAN? 
Absolutely. Um, allies are one of the biggest ways that we we look for the support to to be able to enable us to make the change that we want to see in the industry because allies are of course the the wider um bunch of people in the industry whereas obviously when we talk about lgbtq community or any other kind of um what is often called a minority um we talk about underrepresented groups so obviously there's more allies than there are in than the people in the community itself and uh, we rely very heavily on the support of allies because they are the ones that may be able to stand up for us if we experience a discrimination um, of some sort, or they're the ones that can help us become stronger and and push through. Mm -hmm. And allies are very much a part of our community and they can join us also as a member, for example, or they could just simply spread the word. If If they see an employee that they know might be interested in our community and uh, that they see the word and be like, hey, if you need something, either I'm here for you or you can go, for example, speak to EPAN and uh, they'll be able to help you. And um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, great. Um, like I said, like allyship, I think is is really, really important. Like you said, it's we need those people in the kind of majority to to be there and use their voices to support those that are um underrepresented and um you know disadvantaged in some way so um it's really good that they can obviously join and become members of epan um and as well as you know um signpost people to you guys um for support as well absolutely and when when you that's a good thing that you that's a good point you made um is the whole standing up and speaking up um that is that is one thing that uh, that we really like to talk about is encouraging people to just be there for each other and standing up and if you hear something if you see something then really just speak up and and have the courage um to to use your voice for the person that is maybe being bullied or received a weird comment or uh, it was made feel uncomfortable um it might be weird and awkward for you as an ally in that moment to actually have the courage and stand up and say something but you always have to remember that the person that you're standing up for that um they just simply can't do it in that moment maybe and they it, it's it's harder for them than it is for you so that's one thing we really try to do is encourage people to just you know just be friendly and open your mouth and speak up and really just support the people around you yeah definitely definitely and i think i think as well like everyone always sort of talks about that that it might be a little bit uncomfortable to talk about some of these issues but actually if you think about it the lgbtq plus community has to deal with that discomfort on the daily on a daily basis so um you know i think dealing with that little bit of discomfort for a moment when you're just speaking up about something is really beneficial for that community absolutely yeah definitely um okay so um obviously it's pride month um so what are your plans for this year's pride Ooh, well so right now this podcast is obviously with royal aeronautical society and uh, we have our biggest uh, pride event of the year upcoming and it's in london so we will be in uh, in London, down in Soho, on June 30th uh, for our London pre-Pride party. Uh, we did it for the first time last year, 
uh, the pre-Pride party. I'll talk about the parade in a second. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we we have this exclusive area in, in a bar in Soho. Um, super queer friendly and everybody's welcome and it's a great time. And and for a small ticket price to help us cover the costs, you get access to the event. There's live entertainment. There's like uh, snacks and hors d'oeuvres and finger foods and a welcome drink. And and uh, last year we had a raffle. I think that's also planned this year um, where you could win some cool prizes and just come out on the evening before London Pride Parade and, and just have a really great time uh, catching up with old friends, meeting new ones. And yeah, it's a great time. And so the following day is London Pride. So that's this year, July 1st. Um, we have a marching group and a float planned uh, for this year's London Pride. Um, EPAN and what was used to be called NGPA UK um, since I believe 2016 has been marching in the London Pride. So it's one of the events that we really look forward to this every year, basically. And uh, it's a great time and it's, it's a lot of fun and uh, it's just big smiles and rainbows everywhere, which is always perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, and, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we're also planning um, to go to Euro Pride this year. This is on the, the Pride Parade for Euro Pride mm-hmm. is uh, September 16th. Uh, that's this year in Malta. So there's in, in Europe, there's the Euro Pride, and each year it's in a different location. And this year it's in Malta. Um, so we're really excited to re- get a really big group out, um, hopefully connect with many of our partner companies and uh, and organizations and, and get, get the news spread out, widespread, so that we get a really great group coming down to Euro Pride. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the Euro Pride. So we want to, you know, present... That there's so much pride in aviation and uh, also with the float and balloons and uh, marching through the streets of Malta and, and just really showing the world that there is uh, that there's pride in aviation all around Europe. So. Oh, that sounds really amazing. That's so that's like so many cool um, events happening for Pride. Um, the other thing that, of course, um, we're hoping to do and we're hoping that um, EPAN will be uh, there with us is in November. We're hoping to have our Pride in Aviation and Aerospace event again um, as well. So um, obviously we did that last year and you guys attended and it was really fun. So we're actually hoping to do that again this year. So that'll be really good. Um, definitely. You know what? We're actually really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I, I know last year um, the, the event in November was was great. It was really well received. So um, we're really excited to, to do a repeat of that again next year, uh, this year, sorry. So um, definitely keep an eye out, everyone, for all of the details about that. We'll be releasing them soon. Um, do you have any other events happening this year, not just Pride related, anything else that um, people can get involved with? So at the moment, we're trying to get social events up and running uh, all across mm-hmm. Europe. Uh, we do actually have um, usually a monthly or every six weeks or so, we have a UK social gathering um, somewhere in the UK. Last time, for example, last I think it was last month, exactly, uh, a bunch of our UK people got together and had a great evening and, and actually went to a place where you could play ping pong and they had like ping pong competition and uh, they've done mini golf and they've done a little get together in the, in a, in a bar somewhere in Soho. Um, and we're looking to expand those all around Europe. So if anyone listening to this is interested in helping to organize social events uh, somewhere in a place where you live, then definitely reach out. And uh, it's just, 
it's just also one of the benefits of being part of this community is getting together, having a good time, meeting new people, like-minded people, and in a space where you feel safe. So, Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, that sounds so good. I, I think I'd, I'd love to come to a social event. Um, they sound really exciting. Um, amazing. So thank you so much um, for chatting with me today. Um, it's a really lovely conversation. Um, how can people get in, uh, in touch with EPAN if they would like to? Absolutely. So um, right now, uh, it's it depends on whether you're on the industry side or the community side. Uh, when mm-hmm. we talk with companies, usually we're talking on LinkedIn. So so there's um, you can find EPAN on LinkedIn at uh, under the name European Pride and Aviation Network, um, and on Instagram you can find us on under the profile name. There we go, uh, Pride in Aviation Org, yeah. and our website is www.prideinaviation.org. Amazing. Uh, like I said, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's been really, really lovely. Um, if anyone listening wants to get in touch with EPAN, obviously you heard the details there. And if you would like to uh, hear more about the society's um, activities related to um, L- the LGBTQ plus community or just diversity in general, you can go to aerosociety.com slash diversity. Um, thank you so much, Zach. Thank you so much. And on behalf of EPAN and the entire community, we're really thankful for what uh, what you are all are doing at the society and uh, showing your support and actually helping to make change. So that's that's exactly what we need. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you.